after this podcast. What? <laughs> oh, God, we're all going to die. <laughs> oh! So I used Ben's idea. I was, I had a number of ideas that I eventually started, but decided Ben's was better. What was, was my idea? The, the Peter Griffin chewing on a chip thing. That was your idea. I don't think it was, was it? It was. You came up with that when we got out of the theater. <laughs> did I? <laughs> yes, you did. I don't remember. I, don't, I remember because no. I was laughing at it. I did? Yeah. Did, do you remember I this? I remember talking about it. Well, I eventually started one where there was squeaky shoes involved when everybody <laughs> took a step, and then, you know. Mm. That would have been fine. Yeah. I decided yours was better. All anyway. right. So this is our first episode on Twitch. It's Live surprisingly the same. We'll Nobody's see. watching. Yeah, I, that's we'll... how I said it's the same. Okay, yeah, it's exactly the same. <laughs> Painfully the same. <laughs> Find us on Twitch. Um, Speaking of quiet places, <laughs> <laughs> can anybody hear us? Anybody out there? Uh, this is Spark of Madness podcast. Our very first episode on Twitch. If you don't, if you're new to our, uh, if you're finding us for the first time tonight, new to this, uh, my name's Matt. That's Ben, and Aaron is running our controls. We do, uh, for the most part, movie podcasts, uh, and we a lot of times we watch new movies, um, and we end up not uh, enjoying them, spoiling the entire thing. Um, you enjoy them? You, you don't enjoy things. You, you hate everything. I was responding to our recent criticism. Do you like macaroni everything? and cheese? Yes. You, you see, you enjoy that. See, sauerkraut. I would characterize this movie as macaroni and cheese. <laughs> as you can see, we get off the rails quite a bit okay. early on. Um, Speaking of rails. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's on the background. You're calling out our green screen for the Good listener. Um, so this this week we're doing A Quiet Place, which uh, is a horror movie that came out. Uh, it's a thriller. A thriller? Yes. You would call it thriller? I think it's a horror thriller. Horror thriller. Um, hmm. Had a monster opening weekend going way above and checked. beyond its projections. I didn't hear that. Um, huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're wrong. But no, you're wrong. Uh, I'm pretty excited to do this one because we don't, we do horror movies every once in a while, but we also do mostly, I guess in a way, this has become a mainstream movie, but. Uh, I don't think it really was it an indie movie. I don't think it it really has the mainstream appeal of it. So it, it, I think it's just a good thriller. Right? I don't think it was an indie movie. Do you think it was an indie movie? Well, what what makes indie? I'm just asking. this is like a Jaws to me. Yeah, it was know? like a Jaws. You know, it's, like a, it's a thriller. It's a good. It's a good break blockbuster. So we're gonna we're gonna end up talking. We go a little bit in depth. We're gonna joke around the whole time too. And so, <laughs> oh, how 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 oh, deep we actually go? Nice marquee, Matt. I yeah. love what you wrote. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I was dis- actually disappointed in that in what I did for the as disappointed as I was good the, yeah I was disappointed so today when you I did have the- layers of Matt's fired like, every time you made- <laughs> when I made the meme when Code I made Brown. the 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 post to promote this I thought I came up with a better one so the, but we're gonna I do like we're gonna ta- keep Mars attacks um but uh before we get. Uh, into the movie and then ultimately decide what uh, what our ratings, how we would rate the movie. Um, let's give the non-spoilery overview of what the movie's about. There has ben, been an arrival of some kind of creature. Well, there's more than one. And they hunt by sound. They're blind. 
and it, we follow the story of the people who are trying to survive. The family. The family. Thank you. Yeah. That's There's pretty much it in a nutshell, or yeah. in, a, in a silo. In a silo. <laughs> <laughs> There's a silo in the movie. Right, right. If you're watching, if yeah. you're watching the movie. Um, and so they, they're actually, well, Ooh. so the movie starts off on day 89. I thought it was this. day... I no. wrote it down. Yeah, day 89 what? was the first day. Yeah, That's why they were so loose at the beginning. You know? I thought in the opening um, train track sequence, it was like day 37 or something. Oh. Mm, uh, hmm. Either way, it's relatively early. Relatively it's, early. Yeah. And then it does a quick jump forward to day 40, 472. So, uh, that sounds right. It's a big leap. But now... We need like a spoil like our uh, remake Dragonheart. We yeah, need a spoiler alert. <laughs> we spoiler need spoilers. Alert. <laughs> Always got time. that ready. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, and if you're new to this, you should go and listen to watch our remake Dragonheart on YouTube. Because <laughs> it, I'll have that clip ready for next. Somehow week. that's the biggest, our biggest episode ever. <laughs> yeah, the first one. <laughs> I can't believe it. First night. Yeah. Isn't that evil stuff? We have to go back to that. So a yes. quiet place. It stars. It, it's directed by and starring John Krasinski. Uh, you may know him as Jim from The Office. Uh, and he's basically the exact same, other than he has a big bushy beard now. Um, and he's uh, he plays the dad to his real-life wife, Emily Blunt, who's the, their parents in the movie. And they have three kids. And th that's our... Kind of Do they have kids? Did they snub them for playing at, uh, some of the roles? No, they're not. I, I think they have kids, but these aren't. Um, they're real kids, and that's actually, what I mean. They snubbed their kids. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. They probably yeah, they I, did. I, You're not good enough. <laughs> uh, my friend Colin, who's been on the show, uh, told me that he read that the girl who played the deaf girl is actually really deaf in real life. Oh, she is. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he said. Uh, According to him, we'll have to double check the facts, but I believe him. Yeah, fact you know check. But like she's been in a couple is. roles of, of, of um, she's a method actor. Um, <laughs> yeah, she goes deep. Daniel yeah. Day, go home. Yeah. Daniel Day, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Um, I'm going to hell. Yeah. So, she, so that's that's the crux of it. They they li they live in a world where any sound any sound above like a certain decibel, yeah, it like immediately the monsters will swarm and attack wherever the sound came from. And, um, and, and I gotta say this, as a premise, as for a thriller especially or a horror movie, it's brilliant. Just that present uh, that yeah, that alone is brilliant because because that already sets up. The tension. Every scene has a tension. And I think just because you can get killed at any moment if you if you accidentally made a sound, these things will get you. It's kind of like Shades of Predator, you know? Yeah, but but it's... I'm saying that's good. It's good, but it's they're more animalistic where it's like... Something, it's like it, it almost is like blood in the water. It is. Yeah. It does have a lot of that draw. It's like you never know when it's exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I think what adds to this premise so much is like you don't really realize uh, how hard it is not to make sound. Like uh, how many different things just naturally like oh if you just laugh like just laughing oh, at yeah. it, it, it or, you can't laugh. Like there's just nothing. There's so many things that you take for granted that just kind of make a mm -hmm. that the danger. Is just inherent to it. Mm -hmm. um, can't yawn. Can't. I mean, 
which they didn't cover, which would be interesting. Like it's like, what if people you snore like crazy? <laughs> the snorers <laughs> are you couldn't sleep. That's uh, like I mean, I'd be dead. They, they get me in the night. It's Darwin, yeah. That's first they get Darwinism. Two days, I'd yeah. be dead. <laughs> and me pooping. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we talked about this after uh, going. I think either going in or leaving the theater is that there's like a huge Twitter debate about uh, like. <laughs> Uh, if you're a gassy person, like how, how would you survive in this world? Yeah, Nick, it, somebody commented, no Mexican food. <laughs> so, like, there, there are certain, uh, certain All the types of people. Are dead. Yeah. Oh, oh, All the Italians are gone. Oh. All the loud eaters. No. All the oh, that can get on board of that. Oh, the Asians are yeah. still overpopulated. Yeah. <laughs> They're so quiet. Life has unchanged. Life has been unchanged for them. Ninjas are the rulers of the world. <laughs> and the the mimes, the ninjas rule the, the rule the west, and the mimes rule the east. Are, are opposite. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. Strike that. Reverse it. <laughs> well, you you had an amazing thought that this is just uh, a, mi- a mime a utopia. <laughs> yeah, in this world, the, the mimes are like thriving. <laughs> you know, they're flourishing. The mimes have actually tamed the monsters. The, John Hammond comes out. They're moving in herds. They do move in herds. For them, it's a, a quiet palace. It's just there. <laughs> just... That's almost an anagram of place. Yeah, we clock the mimes at thirty-three miles per hour. <laughs> There's this just you have a mime? You have a mime. Game of Thrones level uh <laughs> of them like Yeah. Mime uh, rival factions of, of of mimes have different wars. Yeah. <laughs> it's all like <laughs> Anvils are flying up, <laughs> faking, <laughs> they're killing everybody. All the while, like outside the walls, these creatures are just brutally <laughs> massacring people. The mimes having a civil war. <laughs> I think we should talk about the movie. Now. All right, let's segue. Let's I, go to the movie. I now. think we should make a, uh, another movie like called called Quiet Place Two, and it's just mimes. I think we should do that. All I right. would watch All that. Right. All right, A Quiet Place. Spoiler warning. Go. This is when uh, we're gonna go into the actual movie. So um, the kid dies in the first five minutes. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna lead off with that because we have that time jump from yeah. day, like er, like within a couple months, a month or between a month and three months of this, uh, and they don't really tell us what they just sh- are here. Yeah. The monsters are here, and we see like newspaper I like stuff. That. And you can tell they were a little more loose at the beginning, like because the kid was running the whole time. The kid, like you knew that kid was gonna get it. You know. Yeah, and so what? So what? What precipitates them jumping to day four seventy two is probably the smartest thing they did in the movie is killing off the youngest oh, yeah. kid. Mm. Yeah, and it was like nobody's that, safe. That sets the tone. Great filmmaking, great storytelling. Where it's like, oh crap! You know what I mean? Oh, like you think, oh, they're going to save him the last minute. Like, the back of your mind. You're still panicked, but you're like, oh. And the, I've the, seen movies. He'll be fine. And the, it's great because they made this PG. Is it PG-13 or PG? What is this? There's no way it's PG-13. I didn't, There's no I way. didn't actually check on that. I think it's PG-13, isn't it? How? Like, How is that possible? They didn't show though. any blood. They didn't show any blood. Look, I'm on I, it. Okay, go. Well, but, 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 so, but, but, this, but the scene, like... 
they cut away, but the, but your imagination does the rest. Where the scene, like it shows this thing right before PG thirteen. Yeah, right before. You're kidding? Yeah. Me. Wow. It was, there wasn't a lot of unnecessary gore. It still felt violent. Though. That's what I'm that's saying. really impressive. That's because your mind is more powerful. Yeah, I think that's really impressive. But uh, this this thing, you know, like that shot, like that last shot of like, and then Emily, and John Krasinski just sprinting yeah. and like pure and Emily, Emily panic in his and face Emily too. Blunt's panic of like what yeah. you can't do anything. She's just she's like she's like like. She's like cause good acting her, all around. Yeah, it was it was all around. Well, and it's so smart because it it sets the tone both from like here's here's the monster, here is literally what happens like in a flash when a sound like that happens. This mm-hmm. monster's coming. So that is the exact danger. Nobody's safe, but also um, the the story. Yeah, like their personal story. Right, and so the the thread of them feeling guilty that this happened mm-hmm. and. Uh, plays through from for all the characters that that kind of sets up their arc for the whole movie but then also i think what also gets set up and plays through that i found the most interesting was that like l- such simple things like oh yeah of course just give him the toy like a, a kid with a toy he should be able to have a toy no you can't do that and then he takes the no, battery you will die or <laughs> They can't, they can't even, <laughs> yes. they can't pray, like when they're, I thought the scene where they're praying at the dinner table, like, it seems like uh, uh, such a simple kind of scene, like we're just going to silently, but if you think about it, when you pray at a dinner table, somebody's saying something out loud, but they can't say anything out loud, and they have, it, like, and there are little scenes like that all through the movie, like the kid has to pretend to be driving and like the things that they can't do anymore that they normally would. I like I found all that stuff really great. And it was nerve wracking because they would do normal things or do things like he would jump out of the car and like this. I, if it was me, I would be like, I wouldn't leave. <laughs> like I'd be, I mean, I'd be one, one of the few. I probably starve to death in, in this utopia. Yeah. You know? All that's left is chips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't have chips anymore. Well, so let's talk. Let's let's talk about that stuff because I think that also is really interesting. So not only what can't they do, but how all the little things they they thought through for how they are living. There were a lot the of smart decisions. Yeah, in what they did. They didn't just make you. Oh yeah, they're fine. Like they had to show you every little detail, which I I love and movies that are like that. It wasn't always an explicit showing you. It was just put in front of you. Yeah, and it didn't drag. I like that too. Never the movie pacing felt short. was great, but also pacing the whole, the, whole the pacing was good, and also the like. I mean, there like there was no exposition because they couldn't talk. Yeah, but they but they Thank they God. showed and did not tell. You know I mean some of it was a little bit. I mean, there was some exposition. You know, talking about the monster, which was a little, which I liked, but you guys didn't like. But I get it. It, it, it was well, clear. explain explain what you're talking about. Well, you can explain it. It was the, it was a scene with. You mean with, just the cut scene right at the start? No, with no. All the, no, I'm talking about the, the newspapers. Board, the yeah, newspapers that's what I mean. Board, yeah. Like just. It's not. Ex- I guess it technically is expedition. Ex, uh, exposition. It's, it's exposition. just information dump here, and it's con- and it was conveyed in the uh, most cliche way possible yeah. of yeah, but how newspaper clippings. But yeah, you're right though. Like it's hard to hold them, hold it yeah, you, too hard against. I them. can't get mad. But sure, you, can, you 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 would post them rather not. You know, not. You can't speak, so you might as well. Yeah. 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 
I, it was more just the newspapers. The news, the reliance on newspapers was and, a, and kind of weakness. Armor hard, you know, like <laughs> yeah. That, the, the the choice the of words on the, the whiteboard. Yeah, it's it like three things. And, and it's how like, simple can we make this? Yeah, it's like gas bill off the charts. But <laughs> <laughs> as if that's like one of the if that's one of the like criticisms will call out like there is a plus though to it too like it, 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 it was, was so quick that we we got it we no, were we got on board it. right it away good. and i think the rest of the i think it was that was the only spoon feeding that i think was fine i, I think, can't get mad at it no i i, I liked it it was good well and to and their like, credit they didn't give us not only did they not give us too much backstory about how the monsters got there but we never got it there like, was they one left bet, it, they left the, it up there in the was air. one preview and that didn't make sense that shows like a news clip with a voiceover, and it's like it looked like someone did this later, and I think it was probably the studio. Mm. They gave it to some intern. And it's like, it's like it implied that they were, they were like from outer space. No, we needed the backstory, you know, but yeah. the, the creatures. But it didn't show anything. It just showed people the same people running. Mm-hmm. I think which was in the newspaper shot in the, in this footage, and some news reporter saying, you know, like. The invaders, or something. I don't think it yeah. matters where they came from. They, no, yeah, that's what was mean, so good about the movie cut. What it, matters is that they're a metaphor for the environment. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> no, I. They're, they're, I actually think they're a metaphor. This is your first time tuning in. They're, they're that's meta- one of our running jokes. Yeah, they're a metaphor for self destruction. Oh, Wesley's going to hate us. Hate me for that one. <laughs> um. <laughs> um, I thought what was um, interesting, like. Usually, you know, night times are always scarier for horror movies and thrillers. But man, I was just as scared in the daytime with these creatures. You know, the way that they Agreed. photographed it—it it was like it was just. I mean, like, yeah, there was there was not a. My tension was still uh, high. I I, I got to say this about the tension. Like just the premise alone, we said that earlier. But there were some jump scares in this, mm-hmm. but they were good. They were good jump scares. They worked. It would it worked for this kind of movie. But what makes a good horror movie uh, and a good thriller is that your hair is on end the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like you're like you're like on the edge of your seat, you know, like on a roller coaster. Like you're just you're tensed. And this and then the whole movie, like even when they're just doing normal stuff, I'm tensed just because of the premise alone. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't know what's going to happen because they set the tone in the beginning, and just the this in the previews alone, like you can't you can't speak or make any noises yeah and also it's it it became well i guess it became clear at the end that they couldn't just go shoot them no they weren't like there were other variables that needed to happen to Mm -hmm. be able to kill them with the armor yeah that's tough but like yeah so so. like not only do we not know like there's a threat but we also don't know how to stop them and they kind of set set it up along the way but but it was it was it made sense and yeah on the ride there you said all right let's guess on the weaknesses and we didn't guess what the weakness was when you know none of us did um excuse me did you you don't remember anything from that day do you no (laughs) what'd you say i didn't say explicitly but i said they have to use sound to beat them Mm. Does nobody remember that? I remember. No, okay. I remember. Okay. Oh. Um, Peter Griffin. Well, let's talk about, speaking of sound, like, uh, Aaron, you made a comment about the uh, that there is music, and I think yeah, that's a good... I could have done without it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, so for a movie called A Quiet Place where you can't make sounds and like every little detail or every little... 
subtle movement is picked up in the audio. I wanted it to go more in that indie range where they they break convention, don't use music in places where it normally would be. I I don't know. I mean, I I felt like I I would have got the emotional cues without the music even. I'm going to say this. I thought the music was good. It was good, yeah. I thought, I, I thought, you know, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was used well. However, I'm with Aaron. Even though I love movie music, if this whole thing didn't have any music and it was all ambient, it would make it even more tense. Sometimes it's the brush strokes you don't. Make. You know, I, I mean, it would. I don't think it would ever have. We might not have gone to see it, though. I don't know if it would have gotten our attention to go see it. Just because I music? don't know. I don't think that. it would have gotten the mainstream backing for us to... Like, we didn't go see a ghost story when it came out. That's kind of the same yeah, but, like mold of small but, indie, but, but, but still critically great. But I don't think it's going to be an indie film if it didn't have music in it. Yeah, I, think that, I, didn't, tre- I, know, I but said that it treads in the territory. I know, but it, it's unconventional, and it becomes like... You got to really focus. It's less conventional horror, so yes, I think it would have been harder. In this case, it's playing from the the playbook. I think I. Had, but, but you know, you know, like those, uh, those, you know, uh, what do you call them? The the um, paranormal activity and those movies are mainstream, but they're it's true. That's no, a good point. Music and things like that. Like yeah. those found footage movies don't have it, which That's a makes good point. sense in the convention. But I, I think, they, I think. They could have done it. And I don't think it would have messed with the mainstreamness of it. I was, I, but I, I mean, think there was some studio influence. Yeah, I mean, I actually liked how they deployed the music. I thought I they were actually that. pretty restrained in terms of using the like. It wasn't a score the entire time. Yeah. They it actually did feel like a quiet play. Like I, it, they I'll used, reiterate, it, I did like the yeah. music. I just you know, I, I would have wanted to see it without it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, go go for it. Yeah. You know? But I, I agree. I, I I liked it. I thought it was good music. It was it was good. It was good. Yeah. We have a request for you to do your Yoda voice. So the next comment you make, you need to do who's, your Yoda who's voice. Requesting me? Lucas something. George Lucas, Lucas Taylor for you. I don't know who that is. Powerful mm. <laughs> oh, Jedi you are. Powerful oh, Jedi. Um. Mm, quiet you must be, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens, beast out there. <laughs> Come to eat you. They will. <laughs> uh. Yeah. And the Oscar go to Frank Oz. Uh, what did you guys think of uh, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt? I, I thought, thought they were it great. Was great. Yeah. I thought Emily mm. Blunt was really good. I thought you know the you scenes were. she had to carry were throughout uh, the movie. Like, I was hoping for for Krasinski to like turn to the camera and look at it like he did in the office. <laughs> I was just, waiting for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I like about this movie. Not only is it a good suspense thriller movie, it really uh, played on the um, the message of family, mm-hmm. uh, and and I love um, the it never family, gets old. The family has well, it, no, it it, it does fine. get old, and but the way they do it, like the the different have roles. Have you seen my family? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't stand them. <laughs> They're like rubber made. <laughs> <laughs> you can't put a lid on it. Anyway. <laughs> um No, but um but the the the, the mother role, the, the father role, like mm-hmm. the kids like as a father he has to t- teach his kids to fend on for themselves. Really instead of 
And he's scared, but he's like, the, the best thing I can do is, is prepare them when I'm gone. Prepare them to be, yeah. prepare him to be a man, prepare her to be a woman. And she's t- like caring for her children, like like in a really beautiful maternal and uh, paternal way. And I thought, I, this is really good. The, the bond of the family really uh, rang through to me, and I really loved that. And you can tell, and I think because they're married, uh, that connection they had together and the way they are is, which is nice to see a Hollywood couple, you know, mm-hmm. be like that. Uh, you can tell, like, they 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 had that family aspect and love for one another. It was very authentic to me. And I thought I thought it was a good choice to them to be in the same movie together. Well, and... she forced her way into it, actually. What? Yeah, yeah, she, like, got the original actress. She made him fire her. Who was the original <laughs> so that, actress? I don't know. I didn't look it up. I just Is there kissing the in the script? Yeah. It was It was the, the act- actress from The Office. Yeah. <laughs> it was Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer. That would be great. That would be great. Um... <laughs> It's just the dark future of the Halperts. Yeah. <laughs> That's CC who goes deaf and all their other But kids. I think it was a good choice. The monster in this movie is actually a mutated Dwight. <laughs> yeah, it is. Aaron does look like Dwight. <laughs> That's really funny. They That's actually took pretty... up a residence on his old farm. <laughs> all the monsters are just going, That's what she said. <laughs> um well, so yeah, and I like. And Michael was the old man, yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the the old man that, yeah, that was Holly who yeah. got killed. Um, I liked I liked the, the the kind of running um, idea, like who are we if we can't protect them? Yeah. But then also how, it, I mean, that was the whole emotional core of the movie was that their son died at mm-hmm. the start, and it, it was like. John John Krasinski's character is like it was nobody's fault when everybody feels at fault for it, and like I, they obviously feel it all the way through. And they um, don't talk a lot about it, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. but I thought I well they they <clears throat> have a lot of opportunity to talk. Well, it's it's realistic. Yeah. Everybody well, but they likes can to tap dance around issues. They conveyed Remember it though. Remember when we killed our daughter? <laughs> Remember we killed our son? They conveyed daughter? it though through pretty Actions. well all the way through. I thought yeah, though. I mean, like, they convey it. A, I meant that the family itself didn't bring it up in words. Right, yeah. It was all felt through what they did. Yep. Um, what? But then also to see sort of the re, literally rebirth that could come from this when they quick uh, fast forward to day 470, whatever, and both from a character standpoint and from a horror standpoint, Emily Blunt is pregnant. Smart. Which is an amazing device in, in this world. Like the second I saw that she was pregnant, you have thinking about okay, <laughs> giving birth and then that baby. Like the amount of noise from that. Like it's a such an int- uh, such a good device t- for a horror movie. I think it makes them seem very forward thinking for the tension. Yeah, <laughs> the kid, uh, the, the the living, the one that survives, uh, his. Like his reaction to things, his frightenedness, him being frightened, it was very realistic. Like he doesn't want to go. Like that's what you would do. Yeah, he'd be they'd show you how terrified. And his, him, the way he emoted it was perfect. It's like, man, man, you know, it, it was it, it was good. home run. It well, was good. And they gave both of the kids though enough 
and the the whole family. They gave them enough that it didn't just feel like people in a horror movie who are constantly afraid. Yeah, like they still They're made deaf. the effort to show that they were. They each kind of had personalities, but also followed more like archetypes of a, a nuclear family. Dude. Like the girl is mad and kind of angsty and she wants to like yeah. slam her and the the kid is kind of shy and nervous about going and he, out yeah and and, and, he, and they played on the fact that he, he wanted his dad to help him and wait they wait on the up there and then then when his dad gets killed he you know he shifts the the, the car he, yep. he was he was in control and if he would have been like crying like a ready. baby they would they all would have been dead yeah but he was he was cool under pressure like yep. his dad taught him to be like they, like, they everything they, they played that for yeah everything that was brought up kind of came Although I have a couple things that I I don't remember actually, and I'm curious if you guys remember. Did they ever say? So remember when the daughter ran away? Yes. And she put like that magenta box in her backpack. I don't remember the box. She grabbed something and she never. I didn't. I don't think we ever saw what was inside. Wait, no, it was the plane. That she, was the rocket. Yeah, it was the okay. rocket. I didn't know she, if that was the she, rocket. I think she hid it from them. Okay. Just because there's a memory of him. And put it on on the, his memorial. Yeah. Okay, so she brought the rocket yeah. there. Okay, I thought she. she I thought it was just sitting there. Put the batteries back okay. in and turned it on. Okay, so she had it the whole time. Yeah, with the batteries in. No, no, there's no batteries. Yeah, she put the batteries in at the end and then snipped the sound wire and turned it on and put it on the grave. Oh. Okay, but the batteries weren't in it the whole time. Right. Okay. All right. That would have been funny if they were. Okay. The other was: Did they ever explicitly say why? You were too busy writing notes. Jim, yeah. why Jim? Why uh, John Krasinski, the dad, didn't want the daughter to come along? Did they ever kind of tie that together? I, I think I think um, they never really tied it, but they assumed that because she was. I think he wanted to. I think the part of him probably didn't want her to come because of because she's the one who gave him. You know, really wasn't irresponsible mm -hmm. for the last last time. But I also think. He was really wanting his son. I think more of the 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 the, the, the dad male, the male the role, son. like they're like the male role, like they're trying to play the roles, but but they both like but like it was, it was trying to teach his son more the male role of the situation. I'm not sure. Well, I'm I mean, not sure. You're but, right. I, you're I I I agree with what you said, but I the way they play it out, I think it's a little ambiguous. Um, yeah, because he even says uh, before they leave to the wife, he next says time. next time. Yeah. yeah. I think it was more to do. I I don't know. I was trying to think about. I maybe she was more prepared than he knew. Maybe like maybe like he knew that his son wasn't as prepared, so that's why he's going to focus more on him too. Like it, it. I I'm fine for them not being because but that's real life. You yeah. know, like you know, there's you don't there's always no, know exactly. What's you don't know going exactly on. the reason. You know, we didn't need that. Spoon yeah, it, it felt a little. That was the only other kind of clunky. Like oh, what? Why was that? I don't think it was but, that clunky. Take one at a time. He said next time. Yeah. Just Roll seems, the dice. Seemed weird. All right. Seemed weird. You yeah. know what seems weird? Taking notes when you're watching a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I'm going to call out something that I specifically wrote a note for that oh, I don't, dang. Oh, I don't know if oh, you oh. would have remembered. Um, Foiled again. <laughs> uh, so speaking of him taking his son to go learn the ropes... Um, Part of that is to go to the river to catch fish. That's how they, how they get food, basically. Yeah. Um, and so going there, we learned that 
the river and this waterfall kind of drown mm-hmm. out sound so they can make a little bit more noise they can talk there. To each other. And they can actually talk and literally yeah. scream. Scream under the waterfall. Under the waterfall. They um, make that a point. And that kind of sets up, as uh, Nick actually commented, they would obviously stockpile noise making devices for distractions. So not just one big pile. So like having the rocket, that was, I, that was in response to the I rocket. commented to Matt during yeah. the movie, which he probably took a note. Why wouldn't you? That's build your what house, I was getting to. Yeah. Why wouldn't you build your house next to the river? Right. You know, like why don't you live in a cave by the river? You know, like why wouldn't you live right next to the river? You be you have better chances of survival. Yeah. I. Again, this was one of those things where it's like, yeah, that was kind of weird, but I can rationalize yeah. it. And so they were living in their normal house, right? I don't know. I, 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 that was their house because it had all the pictures and stuff yeah. on the walls. Maybe those were put there. I assumed that was their house f- yeah. the, from like their was entire straight, lives. She was straightening up. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just like I can get pictures. the sentiment sentimentality of wanting to stay in your own home. Yeah, I thought about the river stuff too, but it's kind of like um, a story thing, like to show them uh, in rebellion of their situation. We're going to keep living in this damn house. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Not going to stop us from living our life. Um, I loved how they set up. How they set up so much, really. Um, like here we have the the um, red light bulbs, yeah, and we see that she's pregnant. It. We're I, like from based on the trailer, you think like, oh, the red light bulbs are a warning that the monsters are here. But it's actually when she's pregnant. That's the signify that she's pregnant and the, the baby's coming. So we got to execute the plan, and then we see that there's this whole step by step. And they've got strategy to yeah to like make sure this baby can survive and they tease it out the whole time with the light bulbs with the oxygen mask and this basket and like all these different things that they have planned out and the fireworks and the uh like i i thought that was really cool (laughs) i no okay no no, moving on (laughs) no i I thought it was really cool too were you reading me yeah no okay i believe you Losing our audience. Okay, I'll keep going. Nick said uh, the amount of work to make those sand sidewalks, though. Yeah, that would have taken a long time. They had 400 days. Yeah, 400 days. That's a long time. And they also showed that he he re-puts it down, too, and which it, I thought was kind of yeah, nice. Yeah, and, may, and maybe other people did, too. Maybe, like, like it wasn't just Yeah, because there were like, clearly other people. Around. When you live in a world where... They lit the fires, it, right? Yeah. And that was... Yeah, the fires were cool. Let's talk about the fire, yeah. lighting the fires on the top of the... Because we talked about that. Like, why wouldn't, once we learn that louder noises become distractions, you would think that these monsters would constantly be um, veering off to the the next loudest noise at any given time. Uh, I think they, they're smarter than that. Well, at, at the very least, you, would, you wouldn't expect them to be right on the scene so quickly 100% of the time. But they... They show that the next closest people are so far away that you can kind of explain away that, oh, the monsters are hearing the closer sound. Yeah. 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 So they also said there's like in his notes and stuff that there were three monsters around this area. Yeah, that's true. That they were able to see. Yeah. But then what was awesome was the very end on but the closed circuit TV. I think there's only three. They only showed three? It was only three. I, okay. I read a review of it. And they said like there was three. There was only three. It reminded me of the in the most recent Black Mirror season. There's a shoot. I, I forget. It's something it. like Metal Dog or something where there's this 
Have you seen the like? Shoot, what the universe? The Harvard, dog. the Harvard robot dog yeah. thing. They basically made a Black Mirror episode all about that dog that kills people. That's awesome. But there's a shot where uh, you see these drone uh, CCTV uh, uh, yeah. long, uh, wide angle shots of just these robot running. dogs coming out and running across and it reminded me of this and it's scary. terrifying to see them like just swarming. Yeah. So I think there was three of them and they killed one of them. Yeah. I had to watch it again because it looked like there was more, was didn't it? Yeah. Like a, yeah, I thought it's it always was right on you. But so either way, like yeah. More. Well, they probably shared like two different shots. Metalhead, that was it. Yeah. The same one. But according to the review I read afterwards, it was it was still three. So it gives them a puncher's chance. Um... And I loved how they ended it, like the last. Could have yeah. done without the shotgun punch. No, no, it was perfect. Oh, I love the There's shotgun. There's cliche. Oh, it was perfect. No, it was perfect. It was perfect. Say but it one more time to make sure. It was perfect. It was perfect, <laughs> Papa. No, it was perfect because she looked at her, you know, she had her thing, they looked at each other, and then it was good. It was good. Good acting without dialogue. Um, cliche. Everything about the... Uh, Leading up to the pregnancy part was amazing. I thought like that they sh- they teased out the snag in the floor early, yeah, and then that came back, which then led to Home her Alone all came s- my mind when yeah. like, like <laughs> Marv, <laughs> she steps on the nail. That was one of the, I I could have done without that. It wasn't even that I I was rusty nail. It wasn't even that I was physically hurt by seeing that. It just didn't do anything. Oh, it did. All it, it was what, all it did was make make one more bad thing to happen to her. It's great. Yeah, that's what I liked. And yeah, she, and she's gonna die. Of how are you gonna get out of this? <laughs> you that's know? true. Yeah, she's gonna yeah have a little infection. I, I just felt like place. what what worse things can happen while we're at it? Yeah, <laughs> you're so, pregnant. You got tetanus shots. <laughs> monsters, monsters in the house. You. Monsters in the monsters. Next, I suppose you're gonna have a bad hair day. This is the worst. What's gonna do? How do you brush your teeth? <laughs> oh um, my god! I liked the. Uh, I I was telling you guys. I kind of wished that um, the bathtub scene was even more gross and brutal. But now knowing that it was PG thirteen, I'm wondering if they just couldn't do it. I think they handled it pretty good, but it's like the timing of it was almost uh, too perfect. Uh, like I kind of wish it, like she was almost to the point where it's so obvious that she was about to make sound. Like she was like kind of, like you could hear kind of subtle grunting well, it had or something. Because if she did make a sound when the monster was around, she would be dead. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. It like it, she, the monster kind of turns and focuses on her specifically, rather than just wandering around this room. And then you hear the fireworks and it runs away immediately, and she screams. Like I wish. The baby was coming almost, yeah, whatever. It's nitpicking. Then when the it's baby, very nitpicking. Then when the baby is like, now you got to deal with the baby that can cry. Yeah, and that's the next thing. It's like yeah. this little jerk. It's really good writing, good good, good scenarios. And they really thought their way out of it, you know, so, instead of just like, yeah. ended it like a Saturday Night Live skit. Well, she had she had the timer, which was pretty smart, smart to yeah. use that. Smart. And then they had smart. the, all right, you make the distraction, then he comes with the gun, and then they bring the, she, he carries her all the way back, and that's when the basket and the oxygen mask come in, and the mattress, and uh-huh. um, then you think they're out of the woods, but then it starts to flood. Yeah, and, and then it goes into the it water. It goes under the water. Oh, oh that that's was probably awesome. why I can't live by the river. 
Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't think of oh, that. Oh, look. But that, that shot of it just cl- sort of climbing into the water there was probably the scariest one. It was. Yeah. It was very and then creepy. it comes right out in front yeah. of the baby. Yeah. It was a cool design. Reminding me of the Stranger Things monster. I haven't seen the second season yet, but um, we haven't talked about how they beat them yet. No, we haven't. We haven't talked about the hearing aids. Well, thanks for giving it away. Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Check dad, my batteries. Since the since that uh, the oldest, she's the oldest daughter, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. She's the only daughter. There you go. Um, she's deaf, so he and has a hearing aid, and he keeps trying to upgrade it throughout the movie. And through some happenstance, he upgrades it in such a way that it, whenever the monster's around, it creates feedback. The frequency is yeah. He changes the frequency of it. Yeah. So he upgrades it in the frequency like is at a certain a perfect pitch that. And that, he has no idea that he did that. That makes it. So sensitive to the monster that it just it makes him go crazy. I assumed it took the the sound of the monsters and amplified it back at him. Hmm. Yeah, because it's echolocation, I guess. Like but it does, and it doesn't kill it, right? No, it didn't. It just kind of freaks no. it out. I thought it was going to like explode. And it brain. opens up. That's when it opens up, and yeah. then you can shoot it. And you can shoot, yeah, because armor. So it opens up. It's all its ears, which is like. Made of ears. Nick says her vulnerability saves them. Unique. I'm wondering if he's. I'm pretty sure he's sarcastic. Um, <laughs> no, but I think I think their advantage. I think their. It's like poetry. Their, it rhymes. Their advantage is their vulnerability too, which I thought that was clever. Like yeah, they're, they hunt by sound. The only thing that kills them is sound. Well, and it it's that it's that, but also I think it lends itself to both the family side of it that this is his way to try and help like John Krasinski's way to try and help his daughter like help her hear Mm -hmm. better and he's doing everything he possibly can and who knows we have no idea what his background is maybe he knows nothing about he's had a lot of he has all these encyclopedia ears in front of him and he's trying to figure it out um then how that plays into the movie's concept that it's very quiet the whole time and but you, they also and get it a place. Sup- it plays to the family why they know sign language already. Yeah, because and that's they, how they can actually communicate. They, 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 yeah, they, they already knew it. Right. It's just, oh, we just. That's know how it. they survived. That's how they yeah. survived over anybody else. But they did a cool. They did a cool thing whenever they the focus was on the daughter that the sa- the audio was kind of like it was different. Like it was gone. It was gone. It was like in a vacuum for her because mm-hmm. she was deaf. But it was there was still some kind of. Hum in the background. Yeah, well, only, but all, it was different from like what you would normally it was, hear. It was, yeah, but, um, but yeah. But then also that adds to the horror element for her specifically. Because and she I was, can't see when it comes. And up I was on. so happy they did a scene like that because she couldn't see when the monster was right behind. She couldn't hear when the monster was right behind. Her, the and the monster, monster couldn't focus on her because it can't see anything. The monster didn't know she was there. You think? Or yeah. Did he pick up? The no, he didn't. And it's like what is this? And like I think close. he was just wandering around, and he uh, came. They happened to be there. Um. But when you think about for her, how does she, she has no concept of if she's making noise at all. Hmm. I think she has an idea. It makes her a little bit braver and and it's scarier Mm -hmm. for uh, the audience to watch. Yeah. You know, Um, those monsters, now that I think about it, look like those things that they ride in the Dark Crystal. Do you know what I'm talking about? Everything looks like something from the dark crystal. Yeah, <laughs> like so you can find a picture of that. Why? Why we we discussed the 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 ones on still the dark the dark crystal. I'm on it. Wind riders or something like that. I don't, yeah. I don't know what they're called. 
Um, we didn't even talk about uh, John Krasinski's. They're not monsters. They're, sa- uh, yeah, the ones underneath the one that they're writing. Yeah, to the right. Is it on? Right, the right, right, right. right, right. No, up, 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 to up, right, upper right, upper right. right. Are you showing right. this on screen or no? No, no, not okay. yet. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's kind of reminding me a little People bit. Are... Let me see if I can. Uh. Yeah. There we go. Something like that? No. No? No. No. Okay. I don't know. All I right. don't think it looks. Except for the face. Every, right. Except for the everything. <laughs> except the Cloverfield monster. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I do want to call out the John Krasinski sacrifice. I know that was, it was kind of whatever, but I liked that they didn't cut, cut off the plot so quickly that she was so frustrated by the feedback that she turned it off. And, and so which, then it was so, like, it made, it, it made us, it made it like, Oh no. Gave us more yeah. Tension. Oh fuck. Yeah, You're the only a You're a superhero. And it made sense that she wouldn't know yet yeah. because I think she was like, why is it doing that? She was figuring it out, but like, it wasn't, it wasn't so until obvious. she saw the static, the static part of it, that she figured it out. Yeah, and they're back in, in the, the basement. only thing about the dad uh, dying that I didn't like. I mean, I knew it had to happen, pretty much from a standard story standpoint. But I wanted him to at least try to take a swing at the thing with the axe, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which would have been? I good. thought he. I thought they tried to show that, but it no, just didn't work. He threw the axe down. They, they had oh. him do the scream, just like the old man, to to have to give you a, a story rhyme. They should. They should have had him use a shotgun, and it didn't work. You know, like yeah. You know, like to show the audience. Oh, I almost would have liked that more. Yeah. You know, like yeah. The dad also. John Krasinski fuck. also made his character very. Um, I don't know. There was a vulnerability and like. Uh, just pure fear to the to Emily Blunt's character while also just trying to keep things together. I felt like John Krasinski's as the dad, this is also very nitpicky. This like I don't think this impacts the movie really, but he felt almost too good at everything. Like he didn't Are you have saying a, he's a Gary Stew. He's he's a <laughs> Gary Stew. <laughs> All right. We have like now the fourth time this person has asked for the yoda voice I did so, it though right yeah you're gonna have to just keep going you're a fool you've got my voice to do <laughs> um scary monster oh boy that's not really good uh, yeah uh, you can do better i know i expect more Jeez. then you should get george lucas to direct it <laughs> not ryan johnson <laughs> very good um powerful jedi you are okay so um I'm going to leave it up to whoever's in the chat. Do you guys, is there anything we've missed or haven't touched on or that you wish we would have talked about? You guys too? Um, I wasn't sure about the CCTVs because a lot of them were CRTs and those output um, small radio frequencies. I wonder if the monsters could have heard those. I'm not sure. Quiet, you. It was a nitpick of mine. <laughs> I'm just nitpicking. Um, well, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. I just wondered. I don't know. I thought, this, I thought this was a very good movie. I thought, like, yeah. Um, our reputation is that we hate movies, but we really love movies. Yeah. Maybe we it could talk about that. It doesn't have to be a that. super smart movie for us to like it. This is smart, though. I'm not, no, but it's smart, but it's not egghead. Get what I mean? It's not Aaron not Egghead. Egghead, the sixties. Let's just Batman say it's, villain. it's something that Ebert w- or uh, that um, 
he'd be like, oh, it's not smart enough. So Nick, Nick, here's a, this is a good question. I'm with why, Nick. I'm why didn't they watch their fucking kids more closely? I, yeah, especially at the beginning. Like, clearly the kids running around in the store. I've got a good response. No, I, I, think, this, I think at the beginning, I think I'm, I'm with you too, but I also think they were trying to train him too. Yeah. But at the beginning, they sh- he should have, like, that little kid was clearly dumb. And But they make mention to it. He was like three years she old. She said, I should have carried him. You know, she yep, said they I should brought. They him. bring back the guilt. That's the, that's the, the, the emotional core of the whole like, movie is the like, guilt from and, that failure. And that was early on. Yeah. So I, you know what? I'm with it. I, I, I kind of like it at the beginning. But I you also would, you thi- would watch it more carefully naturally. I also I think that them from that scene on, they showed that they did watch them very carefully. Mm-hmm. I've, not very carefully, but they they were Preparing on them. Like more. you can't do that. You can't do this. Yeah. Like we can't do certain things. Mm-hmm. And the kids kind of realized that reality but also um i feel like part of the intrigue of the whole movie is seeing all the different things that we take for granted that make like that would just be gone that are gone in this world and that like to be a normal kid and be living a normal life and these parents are struggling so hard to let them do some of the things that kids should be able to do like Like it's such a challenge and so uh like letting them go off on their own or whatever. Yeah. Like you, I mean, it's uh, it becomes such a it's such a struggle. And I think that making it so much about like being a parent is what makes it so good. I and think so it's, I think it's a very good. You parent. have to balance. I think that. it's a very good parental movie. Like how to yeah. become a parent and how to become how to be a real family. Because that's the word. This is where I think is like we can't. You have to prepare them. You know, you have to prepare your children for the real real world and yeah. all the dangers and stuff and doing and, everything for them I think all the that time was beautiful to me to watch this family in the, in this in this in this movie was them you know like we can't protect them so i but the only, they can they have to protect themselves we can mm-hmm. do as much as we can but you know what i can't do is pre- is prepare them to make them yeah. self reliant so another one hey there's battery i'm guessing nick is referring to the towards the start of the movie hey there's batteries in this leave them why wouldn't you just leave them and the toy behind? Because fuck it. I I mean, in that case, the they didn't know. They told them not not to, and the and then they did it. Daughter anyway. did it anyway. Like that's part yeah. of the the Ford. Why wouldn't he take his deaf daughter out? Why did he have to tell her he loved her? Or why wouldn't he take his deaf? So yeah, we that was something I called it. out too. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Uh, like my rationalization, it's it's the fault of the movie. Like if. We, you can knock the movie for not being clear about it. I rationalize it as like women are the ones that can reproduce, like bear children. So like They're you want naturally pro- more well, yeah. In a society where everyone's getting killed, you wouldn't protect the people that can. That's the bottom line. Yeah, what, I mean, what, I, that's what, how I interpreted well, it. Well, I, inter- I don't know. actually interpret it differently. I interpret it as that like, listen, your mother's pregnant. You know what I mean? You we you need to be here with your mother. Why you know we need at least two people here to, with your. One well, why couldn't the son mother. do it? Why couldn't the son do it? Because I think he wanted to prepare. He's younger. I think I think he wants to. Like I said earlier, his he's he's more frightened than her of everything that he want. He thinks it's better for her. Him so he to, sees that she's more prepared, she's more prepared already. Prepared yeah, already. Yeah. Okay. And he needs and he needs to be more like we need yeah. we need this time for him. Honestly, it's probably just because they wanted to do the screenwritery thing where. 
nobody actually acknowledges it to the person's face. They wanted to have that conversation about, you and know, she feels guilty, right? Like they wanted to have that conversation and separately. Nice and and, yeah. You know what's <laughs> nice about this movie, especially compared to Last Jedi, is that well, I'm saying like you talk about From a, yeah writing yeah, writing okay, standpoint yeah, yeah. where it's, it's like you you write when you write something like this and write a movie or anything uh, you have to think logically okay what you have to go over every scenario that you can as a, as a person would this make sense all right I got myself in this situation now what do I do what makes up, up no that didn't make sense because of that you know you know like yeah. there's some you have to and you can't catch it all you, that's mm. where you have more people that are you saying have. they didn't play script bingo on this no that with Ryan Johnson he wrote scenes to the next things that he already had seen in mind he already had he wanted this to be done so he's gonna write you convenient. worked backwards instead of Absolutely. like thinking through the, how these, you would get you can to have the these thing. ideas yeah, and, yeah. and but sometimes Oh, this idea that I had, you know, a while back before this, this scene before it, it doesn't make sense now because it doesn't make sense. So I have to get rid of it. Yeah. I so Nick said and I I I get his point is that the daughter, father, that they blame themselves and struggle to connect that it, it <laughs> that could have land, landed a little bit better. I do get that. I think it was kind of like separated things. People aren't perfect. They don't always have the conversations they should win. Right. And should. in this world where you can't have conversations, like and also this kid is his daughter is kind of that teen angsty, very yeah. much so. So, like, I don't know. It didn't yeah, stand out for me. Yeah. It, it, it was it was good. It was riveting. Riveting, riveting. is a word I would use. Ruffles have ridges. Um, Next point. <laughs> cut to me. Oh. Um, okay. What, uh... The last show was not cool. Lucas Taylor you for you i'm not for you <laughs> um okay where <laughs> let's go around the horn and see where we would uh let's just blanket statement we would all recommend this yes. right uh 100 okay uh yeah let's do our uh ratings let's actually do it out of 10 yeah go ahead aaron no i said you no. first. oh me first yeah 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 i will say Okay, I'm gonna prepare my uh, like my just quick little commentary. You need like a drum roll uh, <laughs> sound effect. I have um, not that. Well, play the next best thing. It says make a sound. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. So we talked about this going like offline, like before we came in here about how uh, we are the podcast that seems to be very critical. Of everything we see, imagine like our critics harsh critical. critics about everything. This Twinkie is too stale. That we don't like any of the movies we actually too see, tasty. and then we just rip apart everything we watch, and like we don't actually enjoy anything. This sauerkraut's not sour <laughs> enough. I'll say f for one, that's not true. Even if we rate a movie, a kinda, you're wrong. Yeah. Oh, at least for me, I don't want to speak for you guys, but like even if it's a movie that we rate, I don't. Uh, think is like amazing, but like six out of ten, that's I still enjoyed going that's to see the good, movie. That's a I hear that's rating. a passing grade these days. Yeah, yes. I mean, that's yeah, it's just I, I enjoyed Last Shadow the first time. Like, not every movie is gonna be <laughs> a B plus, A minus. Yeah, uh, like you start to get you have to have some sort of gradation. Like, it, how far on different scales, if you have how far away is The Godfather from Ready Player One if you rate that movie that high? Like, I know they're different, but like, but don't, is the Godfather don't get really mad at good? me if I have standards. Yeah, so 
I don't know. That's where kind of where my when I think about how I end up. But Matt, the Godfather's old and outdated. Yeah. Why would you think that was that so movie? Good? So that's a five out of ten. Out you of live past. in the past. <laughs> we choose to go on the moon, but you live in the past. <laughs> so we like movies. So okay, all that to say, we want to go beyond the stars. I take. But you live in the past. Uh, are, you are, you are you done? All that to say, I take it like it's different when you. This is that thing though where I am very critical to a, a a degree of how much I care and how much I look into it versus what other people would take to other like. F- for me, I don't give a shit about food. Get on with it. Other people care about. All right, fine. So, nine out of ten. Go ahead. Why? Nine out, you Why gave no, it a no, nine. No, no, no. Doesn't matter. No, I, 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 I'm pushing your buttons. All right. No, no. Tell us. Tell us. Tell us. I'm done. He pushed the microphone. Away. Nine out of ten. Why? Because it was great. We just okay. spent an hour talking about why it's great. Yeah. Okay, but like, I, that's you, it. But t- talk about your pedestal that you're on. No, there's no more pedestal. You, you, you kicked the you, pedestal out. I know, I know, I know. All right, all right, all right. Come I back. Think I should have played that horn now. I'm with Matt. I, I I actually get this close to a ten to me, but not entirely a ten, but close because this is one of the best movies I've seen all year. Uh, I was, I thought it was thoughtful. I thought it was well written. I thought it was a great concept. It's a great thriller, great acting. Uh, top to bottom, the whole thing was done really well. And he's a good director. He's a really good director, Jim from The Office. And this movie actually just got me pumped. It's like, I want to make movies. I want to make movies. I told Matt uh, the day after, I was like, I, this movie made me, makes me really want to get out there and, and make movies so that I can do something like that, you know? Agreed. So I, I, I thought this was a good movie, a really good movie. Best movie of the year. Best movie of the year so, so far. far. Huh? Bold words. I would I, agree with that. Actually. I give it. I give it a, a seven point five. And that sounds bad, but we just talked about like we, we're grading on a on a, a large scale here. We're not we, we don't like to curve the grades. Yeah. So I still liked it a lot, but nowhere near a ten. What were some of what was like? What's kind of the difference? I guess that lowers it so much between you and us it's not that it get it has to be lowered it's that it takes a lot to get up there mm. you know what i mean like it, the godfather's a 10 for reasons well it, nothing really gets a 10 so you're you have a stricter criteria or yes. grading scale and we talked about this in our little message thread the other day yeah. some of my favorite movies ever i would rate like a two or a three so yeah yeah but for for me i, I thought man i there, i didn't I wasn't bored. Yeah, it wasn't like I was like this is a really good movie, and it doesn't have to be the best picture. Like it was just like this is a well done, well made, well thoughtful, well acted, well yes, well made movie. And thank you for a change. And then and it's not a franchise. And in my opinion, anything above like a five makes it a decent movie. It doesn't have to be you know graded at an eight or a nine to be considered a good movie. That's that's a poor scale in my opinion. Well, yeah. So what uh, I guess what keeps happening is the we talked about this on other podcasts is that it's basically a binary world of either you love it or you it's hate either it. the worst, the just terrible, or it's the best thing ever, and everybody should love it. You would all do well to ditch that mentality. Yeah. So uh, Nick Nick gave it a seven point eight. Lucas Taylor for you uh, gave it a six. And wow, they're uh, harsher than we are in this one. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. thought I thought I don't know. There's certain like. 
this is a horror thriller movie, so trying to think about it in terms of horror thriller stuff, I thought conceptually there was a lot of things that built the tension and made me like anticipate like a bad thing happening. And then they also were really smart about setting up things that like kept raising the ante and making it seem even yeah. more scary dangerous it's like comedy of errors within in a horror movie yeah and it was less about how scary and violent something was and more about the suspense like the thing walking in the back like it's which coming is, to get which me which is scarier than and gore. so to me that is yeah that's what made it like a pretty strong like movie alien. for the it genre like the first time you watch yeah. alien to me yeah. that's what it, you that's don't what it was know like. what's gonna happen nobody's safe but it, but it wasn't as gory yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nick says he's in a similar boat to you, Aaron. Yeah. What's that? The SS Minnow. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are right around the same rating for the movie. Yeah, because if you grade movies on a scale, people never know what you mean when you just say a number. Yeah, that's true. Well, and I, I, I'm, it got me pumped, man. I'm really interested for what John Krasinski does as a director next, mm -hmm. because this is such a niche kind of idea. Like it, he's it, wise beyond every his other, directorial years. Every other movie that he will probably end up doing, and I, I, I'm sure I think he did another movie before this as a director, but I don't know. Like there will probably be more dialogue. There will be like it'll just be a completely different setup. So I'm interested to see how he handles such a. Unless he's just becoming like the horror director, that'd be really funny. Yeah. If Jim from the Office becomes like horror, yeah. Uh, Romero too, yeah. <laughs> so, what is the next m movie that we're going? It's to a very do? good question. Uh, I. What's, what's thank even you for up? the segue to finish yeah, our podcast. Totally. Like, get get on with it. Wrap it up. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm not sure what we're doing next week because I anticipated us doing a Westworld podcast. We'll see what happens with that. Oh. At the very least, the following week will be. Infinity War, I believe. I can't so, do you want to do Try Island of Dogs or maybe uh, maybe that Tap Aquatic movie? Those that maybe good. on the docket. Yeah, yeah. We do those two. Oh yeah, yeah. Isle, Isle of Dogs. It, or was that the? That's Wes Anderson. That's the Anderson. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm not as. I, I'm Did not you guys as get Isle of Dogs? Did you get the pun in the name? I never knew that until What's like the pun? until they released a I trailer. I just thought it was an Island of Dogs. Say I. Say it. Say the I name. I love dogs. I love dogs. What? I love dogs. Oh. Yeah, I was I not impressed by that. I never got I'll, that. I'll, I thought those were clever. I love dogs. Okay. Right, now I get it. I guess we're not doing it then. Just like Diagon Alley. Um, so <laughs> Diagonal. Ha Diagonal. All right. No. So we're. I'm not sure. Well, you'll have to follow our. You'll have to follow our. Um, Social media to see what's coming up next because uh, yeah, we're not attention. totally sure yet. Although uh, you guys have been pretty consistent with Game Shark, so yes, two whole times. That's yeah, right. two straight live streams on Fridays. Fridays. Tomorrow night. No, uh, no, two nights. Today's You're Wednesday. right. Today's Wednesday. It feels like a Thursday, doesn't it? We're going to yeah, do Mario sixty four. Like yeah, we're playing Mario yeah, sixty four Friday night. Woo! Mario Twitch TV slash Game Sharks live. Yeah. Come in uh, and tell us how bad we are. Nick says, let's let's wrap up the comments and we'll, we'll cut out of here. But Nick says, one of the best scary movies of recent memory, just not in my in one, one of his of faves. faves. And he likes a lot of gory stuff. So his opinion doesn't count. No, Agreed, Nick. It was it was a welcome movie. Lucas Taylor for you says, I'm a Tim Burton, Tim Burton fan. Get out of my comments. What was last week? <laughs> he goes, he's the man. All right. I think so, we're going to wrap it up here. Yeah, just follow us in... Um, uh, you know, follow us. Yeah, just we got. We're making stuff. We're Come, making lots of things. Yeah, we're gonna do some more things. Yeah, we, we got, got some big things plans in the work. Our own little movies. <laughs> Come to <laughs> Twitch. 
Seriously. Twitch right. us over. All right, guys. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.